Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Progressive American. I'm Connor, back with another morning podcast about the week's news from a progressive perspective. It is Saturday, May 1st, 2021. Today, we are discussing Biden's address to Congress, Joel Greenberg's confession implicating Matt Gates, Giuliani's home being raided, and Florida's new voting laws. With introductions out of the way, let's just jump into it. On Wednesday, Biden gave his first address to Congress with bold outlines for the future of the nation and progressive politics. In his speech, Biden proclaimed his support for trans youth, proudly declared his support for the historical precedent set by having both a woman vice president and a speaker of the House, and lauded vaccination efforts under his administration. He called for the Paycheck Fairness Act to be passed and restated his desire to remove troops from Afghanistan by September 11th of this year. Mapping out calls for racial equality, he called on Congress to pass legislation that would reform policing in America. Overall, it was a strong speech and a win for progressive politics. The speech itself received widespread positive reception. Axios described the speech succinctly, arguing that the president was betting big on progressive policies as a key part of his administration's success. Washington Post columnist and opinion writer David Ignatius described it in more blunt terms, saying, quote, Joe Biden doesn't look so sleepy anymore, a clear shot at the former president's disparaging comments about his successor. A CNN poll found that 78% of those who watched the speech said that they viewed it either very positively or somewhat positively, with 51% saying they viewed it very positively, and 27% saying they viewed it somewhat positively. What's significant in this speech lies not solely in the policy, but in its delivery. Biden's core approach was to emphasize the value of government in its ability to provide for the public and to provide services. As Salon's Amanda Marcotte noted, this speech could serve to benefit the Democrats and Biden as it spoke directly to the financial woes of the American people, while also cutting out the culture war rhetoric that Republicans have taken to with their base. Biden emphasized much of his speech on his America's Family Plan, which would provide families with tuition for two years of community college, pre-kindergarten to all three- and four-year-olds, as well as paid family and medical leave. It costs about $1.8 trillion. If there is anything that is to be taken from this speech, it is that Biden's administration will almost certainly shift the political dynamics in how Americans interact with their government and how it represents them. And in my opinion, it is about time. For too long, Democrats have appealed to Republican political aesthetics to conform to their games. For too long, Democrats have refused to embrace the idea that government is an extension of the people, not their enemy. If Biden sticks to this path, it will be a nice change of pace. Turning to Matt Gates, a name I hope I never have to say again, there have been new revelations about Gates' relationship with the minor. The Daily Beast reported on Thursday that Joel Greenberg, the associate of the now-embattled House representative Matt Gates, wrote a confession letter to Roger Stone alleging that Gates had sex with the 17-year-old. The letter was an attempt by Greenberg to lay out his crimes during Trump's administration in order to gain a pardon from him. Referring to the Florida congressman, Greenberg said, on more than one occasion, this individual was involved in sexual activities with several of the other girls, the congressman from Florida's 1st Congressional District and myself. Continuing on, Greenberg notes that, quote, from time to time, gas money or gifts, rent or partial tuition payments were made to several of these girls, including the individual who is not yet 18. I did see the acts occur firsthand and Venmo transaction cash app and other payments were made to these girls on behalf of the congressman. The revelations by Greenberg serve as perhaps the final step in the fall of the controversial representative. Money was also allegedly involved, perhaps making the issue even more serious. Stone, who was pardoned by Trump, was offered $250,000 via Bitcoin by Greenberg, to which Stone responded by saying, I hope you are prepared to wire me $250,000 because I'm feeling confident. All of this comes after numerous allegations have surrounded Gates, including allegations that he showed lewd photos of women to his colleagues on the floor of the House. 
I want to make something very clear. I really don't want to talk about this. I'm sick of Matt Gates and his cruelty. But we have to point out that Gates is committing unacceptable abuses of his position and of the women around him. He's not fit to serve in Congress. And when those in power abuse that said power, it is of the utmost importance that they're held accountable and removed from their positions. If there is any justice in this country, then Matt Gates will be forced from his position and charged as soon as possible. Speaking of criminal investigations, former President Trump's lawyer Rudy Giuliani has had his home and apartment raided by the FBI. Earlier Wednesday, FBI agents operating under a search warrant searched his home and office in New York. The effort is part of an investigation by prosecutors at the Southern District of New York into Giuliani's involvement in the pro-Trump effort to unearth supposed evidence of corruption by Biden in Ukraine. Under scrutiny are his relationships with two indicted foreign nationals, Igor Fruman and Lev Parnes both of whom were indicted for their own acts of criminality, specifically charges related to what the government referred to as, quote, a foreign national donor scheme, in which money was to be funneled to American candidates for office. Giuliani himself acknowledged that he received $500,000 for his work from a company owned by the now indicted men. Currently, there are serious questions for prosecutors as to whether or not Giuliani violated federal law. Under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, any person who advocates on behalf of a foreign government must register with the federal government, something that Giuliani did not do. The question, however, is whether or not the former mayor of New York was acting as a foreign agent at the time. In fall, Giuliani received documents from Andrew Durkach, a former member of a pro-Russian political party in Ukraine. It was later determined by the U.S. Treasury Department that Durkach was a Russian agent, operating as an extension of their intelligence program. If Giuliani provided any benefit to this official or any other foreign leader, there could be serious federal consequences for him. It is also worth noting that Giuliani should know better than to be so casual with documents in a country like Ukraine. He's been warned about Russian influence before. The Washington Post reported that in 2019, the FBI warned Giuliani that he was a target of a Russian misinformation campaign and that he was not the only one warned about this. One American News and others were also warned about the efforts by the Russian intelligence agencies to influence them. While he received this warning, he was still working to pull up dirt on Joe Biden. While it is far from clear what will happen to Giuliani, it is almost certain that things are about to get messy. Personally, it seems likely to me that Giuliani will face an indictment or some form of legal sanction. It is one thing to have a random lobbyist investigated in search, but to have a lawyer with attorney-client privilege under such intense scrutiny is another thing entirely. Courts generally try to avoid searching lawyers' property for the simple fact that much of their property has sensitive information related to their clients' cases. It is critical for them to allow defendants to speak freely with their lawyers, but when there is a very good reason to believe that that lawyer, in this case Giuliani, has committed a crime, then such privilege can be cast aside. It seems that the court has strong reasons to believe that to be the case, as they raided his home and his office. In other words, Good luck, Rudy. You're gonna need it. In other news, the Florida House and Senate passed SB 90, a bill that critics say would restrict voting rights based on unsubstantiated claims about voter fraud in the 2020 election. The bill, which will likely be signed by Governor Ron DeSantis, was passed along partisan lines with some exceptions. It will restrict how many ballots that an individual can collect on behalf of disabled voters, restricting it to two per person. Critics argue that this would limit the assistance that could be provided to disabled voters. It also limits drop boxes and would bar outside advocacy groups from providing funds to assist voting work by state and local elections. There was, at one point, a section that prohibited providing food and water to people waiting in voting lines, but this was removed. In the past, Florida Republicans used mail-in ballots to stay in power, but in 2020, Democrats took the lead on mail-in ballot votes, prompting the Republican-controlled legislature to restrict the use of said mail-in ballots. The fact that there are so many efforts across Republican-controlled legislatures is incredibly concerning. 
With Trump's many claims of voter fraud being dismissed in court, there should be no laws based on these lies. It is one thing to want a secure election. It is another thing to use one of the most secure elections in recent history to create unnecessary burdens on voting. But then again, that seems to be the point. That's all for today. Thank you all for joining me. I appreciate your patience and support. I also apologize for the lack of uploads over the past few weeks. Graduation got in the way and I was without a computer sooner than I anticipated. However, with those problems out of the way, there should be no problems in the future. Thanks again for your support. I really appreciate it.